Can GameStop save collecting? Hello and welcome to Modern Toy Fair. I am your host, Mr. Modern Toy Fair, and I am joined by the founder of the Neck of Illuminati, the delayer of shipments, the procrastinator of pre-orders, the perfect person, my YouTube wife, Mrs. Modern Toy Fair, Jamar underscore games. But that's not all. I'm also joined by the man known as Bearded Spice, the man Modern Toy Fair has full custody over, the man Optimus Prime popped and he refuses to stop, the Twilight Knight, the Master of Mech, the Three Bump Chump of taking the show off the rails, Nate. Whew. We got to add one more in there so uh, you can't breathe. I'm, yeah, I'm already kind of there. <laughs> I'm secretly choking you from across the way. <laughs> yes, you are. Uh, <laughs> So, topic... I believe the correct response would be yes, Daddy. But we'll, we'll, we'll let it slide this time. Uh, is it not harder? I thought it was. It was. Uh, I think you, I'd say. Can I have another? <laughs> harder. Oh, there's something wrong with us. Uh, anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> so this week, uh, this is actually was Nate's idea. We're going to discuss if GameStop could potentially rebrand or restructure and become a very collecting focused store and potentially both save themselves and save the industry since target and walmart don't give a shit and the little guys often get screwed by companies that are bigger like mattel and hasbro and so on and so forth so uh since it was nate's idea i'm I'm gonna throw it straight to you nate and see what uh what what thoughts you have on the subject yeah yeah, well, mean? I mean, obviously, I have some thoughts. Uh, I came up with the idea, and uh, really, it just it came from you know uh, I travel for work, um, sometimes lo- mostly locally, but sometimes uh, I go out far, and you know, there's certain stores that I'll always try to hit. But one of the things is always a GameStop because I pop in, I see what they have. They have a nice little toy section. Um, but sometimes they get things either before or even, you know, the same time as like Hasbro Pulse or something like that. So I go and check things out. But their business is still very much um, dedicated to gaming and, um, you know, trade-ins and things like that. But with the news that like the newer versions of systems that are coming out, I don't know. I don't understand the Xbox. I'm sorry. I don't know what's. I don't know what it's called. I don't know what it's doing. Um, I've never even seen it's trying its best Nate. That's what it's doing. Yeah. Uh, But apparently it's new version is going to be disc driveless. And supposedly the PlayStation five slim is going to be disc driveless as well. They have made actually versions previously. Oh, okay. Yeah. Slim has like Um, an attachment you can get to make it a disc. Yeah. Okay. So, but it's an attachment, but yes, yes. You know, but it's and not like the old with... Xbox uh, 360 where you had to buy like that separate HD DVD right, <laughs> player. Right, like right, this right, actually right. like plugs into the system. Sure. sure. Um, but uh, I mean, like, uh, like I was like thinking about games. the HD DVD. Um, <laughs> but just with the fact then that like there was also the news that Walmart is going to potentially stop selling physical games within the next oh, year. I hadn't heard that uh, altogether. Yeah, it was. It kind of oh. got buried. Or it came out around the same time as the the Best Buy no longer carrying physical movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was wow. also with within a lot of those articles, it was also like yes, and Walmart plans to phase out physical games hmm. in the next you know year or so. That's unfortunate. So I mean, because they usually charge yeah. less than everyone else. 
Yeah, but like, maybe that's why they're getting rid of. <laughs> or maybe that's why they get rid of. Um, but uh, you know, the trend whether whether we like it or not, you know, the because there are certain things I do love about uh, not having a physical copy of something, and there are things that I really don't like about not having a physical copy of something. So I'm I have mixed feelings about the whole thing. But the gaming industry as a whole is 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 moving in that direction, and I think a lot of that comes through because they didn't like GameStop's business model as far as reselling games and, and selling used games and things like that because it cut out their profits. While they can now sell a digital version of that game, sell it for the exact same price it would have been if they had to actually manufacture it, ship it, send it out to you know to stores and things like that. They can change the they can charge the exact same price and you know, voila, make more money. So GameStop is gonna be the one that while they, you know, it's always like I always think like a really weird, bizarre relationship because the the game companies needed GameStop, but GameStop also put their needs first, and I think that rubbed game companies the wrong way. And I mean, it, that's it was a whole thing. That's GameStop's yeah. mo of everything. GameStop right, always puts right. GameStop first. Right. You know, it's just a business. I'm not, and I'm not should. saying that that's a, a bad thing. Like Jamar's correct. It's a oh, business. It's, it's what a they're bad in thing. the business to do. <laughs> Either way. We won't get into that. You can you can add on to that because you have personal experience. Um, I came. I, I at one time spent a lot of time at a competitor, um, but um, my point being is, you know, th- their business model does have to change here, and they have to get out in front of it. They can't be caught blindsided like Circuit City or you know Best Buy was able to pivot. And I, they got rid of physical stuff early and really streamed online, so you know they were able to stay ahead. But GameStop needs to make a decision now and and move and i do think that potentially collectibles could be the next place to go they're trying um Mm -hmm. they are selling them they are offering them as pre-orders they do have exclusives what if they could just take it that much further and by that, I mean, you know, instead of doing these Target and Walmart exclusives that obviously, you know, Target and Walmart, I mean, I guess they're requesting them because that's how the, the exclusive business works. But at the same time, it's just become this whole thing where you have to put them online. And the whole, I think the whole point of exclusives was to try to bring people into the stores. Mm-hmm. And now it's this whole pre-order thing and they ship it out and they don't, they obviously, the you know, they don't, I'm not saying the company doesn't care, but the heads of these warehouses, they don't care how they're being shipped out. They get shipped out in plastic bags. That's if you even then get they them. get returned back to the store. Yeah. Um, that's even if you even get it altogether, because I've, you know, gotten shafted on those as well. So I feel like diverting exclusives away from big box retailers um, could potentially be a great move for GameStop um, to have more exclusives. I mean, they could be like, you know, Hot Topic and Funko Pops kind of go hand in hand. Maybe that should be the case with more exclusives in GameStop because it could potentially be easier. And I have to imagine, though, even though the gross dollars are lower in collectibles than in video games, I have to imagine, not counting used game market, but I have to imagine the profit margins could potentially be a little bit better. I don't know. You know, this would be a question you know, potentially that Big Nerdy could could get in on. Um, and from what you know, Michael, for GameStop and you know, in in the toy independent toy business world, um, but wouldn't it be cool then if GameStop got involved 
kind of like what Big Bad Toy Store is doing with Big Bad Toy Labs. You know, they're partially funding things. Wouldn't that be cool if they did a conjunction, you know, special GameStop, HasLab, Project? You know, I don't know. I think the potential for that or the possibilities could be endless because I don't think that the big box retailers truly care. They just see dollars and signs. They don't really care what they get, you know? So maybe retail exclusive should be back to being recolors and, you know, just minor changes here and there. Cause they're going to clearance them out if they have them anyway. Like, yeah. I mean, target has them for two weeks and they clearance them out, even though like maybe you did or you didn't get them, um, you know, through your online pre-order. And I think with what we're seeing at, at discount stores, um, that, you know, Hasbro, obviously we're seeing the massive amount of product that Hasbro manufactured, but didn't actually sell. And, you know, maybe, you know, I don't know if big box is to blame for initial orders and canceling orders or projecting wrong sales. I don't know, but could GameStop be something that could help fix that? I don't know. What do you guys think? So, so I feel like. Go, well, go ahead. I'll let you go. I, first, I, I swear, I'm, I'm just going to uh, point out the thing he said about the profit margins. I can confirm okay. there is a bigger profit margin in action figures than there is in video games. That much I can't. Kind of what I thought, I, especially on but systems. You say they, they make games. nothing. Right. I mean, the profit margin is That's huge the there, but you have to keep in mind as well the ones that have the biggest profit margins don't sell as well, which is why the GameStop model doesn't work and why they've been struggling for so long. Because they want to give you $30 for a brand new game and then try to sell it for $5 less than it is new. Most people, especially now that they don't do the, I don't think they do the 10% off anymore. Most people are choosing just to buy a new one then. Because why would I want to buy something that someone else played for $5 less when like there's no benefit there? So sure. uh, it, that like the model didn't work. When it came to games that were a little older, that like six months or more older that they were dropped down to like 40 30 20 bucks that's when the used game model worked best but at that point a lot of those games they had paid 30 dollars for and they sat there for a long time and while they're giving less now they still are trying to like make their money back from the beginning so it's 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 always been a, a huge mess um as far as Oh man, as far as them rebranding and like pivoting, my understanding it was so insider knowledge here. They they tried oh. this to an extent several years ago. So they were they were testing for certain stores, mostly high volume stores. I think it was called like a 50-50 store, where it's gonna be fifty percent collectibles, fifty percent uh video games. Uh sixty-two, route sixty-two yes. store was that. And which is a weird choice, right? Well, yes, so, so corporate looked at the highest grossing stores. So high volume, they didn't look at location or any, or any of that. It was strictly yeah. what was like, what stores performed the best. And 62 was the, probably the second or first best store in the, the district. It also was one of the biggest size wise. So they I knew that square footage wise. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So they, they got to be one of the test stores for that. And it, it did well. I mean, obviously they have a high shrink there given their location, but right. they, they still it, like it, it worked really well for them. They got some of the high end like props and stuff like that. And those would sell uh, like somewhat here and there. 
but they got quite a bit of my money out there yeah so like it, it by no means was it a failure but across the board it didn't do well enough because they seemed to have abandoned it like within a year because instead of it getting you know passed out to further stores they just were like eh, these stores will kind of remain that way and the rest will just not and they to my knowledge also still own the think geek brand which for people who aren't familiar, Think Geek used to be a website where you could buy nerdy memorabilia, even like nerdy representations of household items and stuff like that. So that way like it had references or it was in the shape of something, so on and so forth. And they that was they were gonna use that to make Think Geek stores as collectible stores. And they did I don't know if they still have it, but in New York like New York City, the GameStop there, the top floor is GameStop, the bottom floor was Think Geek. And it's a really cool concept. It, like, I th- thought it was great. But again, it's another thing that GameStop just didn't follow through with. Like, it never really took off. So, I agree they do have to do something. And I think collectibles are going to be the, the only thing that could keep GameStop afloat in an all-digital world for video games. I just don't know if they have the competency to pull it off. Well, I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, that's a whole other conversation that obviously you're privy to that we are not, um, or were privy to at one time. Um, obviously you're not still there. Um, oh, but but, I still have friends. Yes. Yeah. That's what I was going to say as far as letting you go first. Cause I figured you'd be more of the mindset of like, they don't even have the ability to do this. But I assume in this, like, hypothetical discussion, it is, you know, managed properly. Um, If done... I mean, you don't need to interject real quick, because Michael's face. I almost feel like you'd have to, like, change over some higher-ups. Oh, yeah, you'd have to completely, like, just, like, someone have to come in, buy the company, and just fire the board. Yeah, they'd have to fire the entire, like, board of (laughs) directors kind of thing. All right, Mark, continue. I didn't... But yeah, I mean, if somehow someone purchased, so Jamar wins the lottery, he buys GameStop. Sure. And now we're like, all right, Michael, uh, you can you can actually run a store. Nate, I need you to be like, you know, a part of corporate making these decisions for me. I'm giving you a store. Why would I want to? You can even have the one on 62. No, thank you. Volume store. (laughs) (laughs) They tried to promote me to that store, and I was like, no, thank you. But no, and in, in all seriousness, though, to me, and I think this is kind of like a sort of like a dream scenario for us in this age group who like kind of grew up with like Babbage's and GameStop and like the, that idea of like not wanting to see it go away, much like a Toys R Us or whatnot. So like a, a dream scenario would be pivot a little bit more heavier towards the collectors, uh, like collectibles, because man, it sounds like such a great idea of having like con exclusives being there in like a small number or things like that to just like spread it out so like you're having you know san diego comic-con and some of these vendors could have not like a booth but like a small version or maybe like a virtual version or something like that that you can go and see the booth obviously you could do it online but maybe it'll be like if you go there they're gonna have special um like exclusive figures or exclusive collectibles or something like that that would get people to go into the store and create that traffic. Cause obviously like we know gaming, like you said, is kind of like it's 
it's already written on the wall as far as what's going to happen eventually. And it does seem like it could be a company if I'm running it and, you know, me and Nate are, you know, doing our thing. And <laughs> Michael is just giving us all the feedback from the store level. Banging it out uh, the door. Just killing it. Best numbers in the country. <laughs> um, but no, like I would say like for sure, don't get involved with like the trade-in of figures or collectibles oh, no. or something yeah. like that. Uh, maybe have like pop-ups, like give maybe freedom to like the stores to do things like how you do the Neotech. Have like maybe a meetup or something like that monthly that other collectors can come and exchange and just have like, just become a part of the community in that regards, that's like a perfect dream scenario for GameStop. The one problem is that it's called GameStop. So, so yeah, we, right. We so what would you what would you change the name to? That, that was gonna be my next question. <laughs> um, it would be too on a nose to say like Nerd Stop or something like that. But honestly, GameStop is such a recognizable brand when it comes to like store retail whatnot, right? So it would be weird to get rid of that name, even though we're pivoting from games. Maybe it still could. Because another a thought of mine is I've always had an, a, a picture of GameStop not being so much focused on game sales. Well, obviously, they have to focus on something to make money. But I always thought it would have been cool to be like a game hub of like places like you can go. And if you don't have like Nate doesn't have a brand new discless xbox or whatever and he doesn't even know which what it's called but like what if he wanted to go and play a game for 20 minutes i don't know like that kind of model would be cool just my I, problem that was just that my... is now you're you're basically setting no, no, up no, no, whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on. babysitters because people are just gonna drop their whoa, kids whoa, whoa. off then hold on i i'm not saying this is the idea that I, like for this episode i just always like that idea of them becoming more than just like a regular store um, and I just, I never had like an idea of like how that would work, but I would still more say have some kind of more of a gathering place than a, yeah, than like, just yeah. a retail location. The idea would give it a, a vibe of like a local comic shop. Sorry, local right. comic shops. But... Let's run them out of business too. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, just, you know, it has to be like a hub. I would also obviously close more of the stores and make one bigger game stops that's fair instead of having like two every like hundred feet have one big kind of thing right there would have to be i mean in this fantastical fantasy world scenario there would have to be closures absolutely yeah (laughs) we're already called closures we'll call them combinations consolidation consolidation combinations because Uh, because i I, closing i I feel like makes it feel like you're firing all those people and just getting rid of one store versus like you're taking two stores and combining them into one big store yeah so we may have to lay off some in the uk redundancy Uh, games episodes i have a lot of employees jamar so you trust me you won't have to right right they have like one dude that works all day and they have managers that cover multiple stores now so if we took like one person from one store and the other person that's right and put two people in the same store yeah. again. Yeah. You know, we'd be We're good. doubling. We're good. Someone might actually get a day off or a lunch break. Right. Least. Right. Right. So I, I guess my question then would be like kind of imagining this, um, you know, what if there was a physical place and I know that there's independent toy shops and I don't mean to, yeah, I don't mean to put them on blast or anything like that, but not everybody has that in their area. Um, but how cool would it be to go to a GameStop and be able to see something like Hot Toys 
you know, actually and see them. You know, they would be a retailer of something like that. Um, mm-hmm. I know at one time they did have SH figure arts. I have to imagine they were they somewhat still successful because te- they, they do. always sell. Yeah. Uh, how cool would it be, though, that they if they had some sort of partnership with and they got some of the premium Bandai stuff? Ooh. You know, when when they, you know, they were able to take pre-orders on those and, mm-hmm. you know, the company fronted the money basically, but you only had to put 10 bucks down, but you got it for the same retail price, you know, something mm-hmm. the same price as everybody else. I don't know uh, if, if, if Bandai would play ball with that, though. And, and who well, knows? This is we're, hypothetical. We're, well, I'm just this thinking because they don't they, they don't play ball of Big Bad Toy Store. So I, and... right. I know. I know they don't. But maybe they maybe Bandai has relationships with GameStop. I, I don't know. But and I'm just spitballing here. We just. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Would that be something that you would be interested in? Or is it back to online only? Because, you know, I, if I could walk into a physical retail store and that I have pre-ordered individual figures from, I'm more than likely going to do that than wait for them to get shipped. Even if I'm getting free shipping, I would love to be able to just go pre-order my items at a location and when they come in i can be able to go pick them up that would be really really cool and i know that they can do that because they have that kind of thing now where they have these little cards for certain figures that you can pre-order so but would this be something you guys would use i would i mean i think it's obvious if you watch any of the uh toy hunts no the show we uh, do fix? Uh, only fix if you watch only fix every wednesday at 10 o'clock live on youtube twitch um hbo max and um so yeah i would i personally love still going to a location i know it's easier to just say oh hey pre-orders open i'm gonna go in there click on it and have it i just love that experience of just walking into a store i mean like yeah i want to get order these blah blah and then have it know that I'm getting it. No, I'll just go back here and pick it up on my way home for work or whatever. And I have it. So I would a hundred percent like use something like this, especially for something like a Bandai where half the time, I don't even remember like, Oh, it, it went live. Oh, okay. Everything's gone. All right, cool. <laughs> so like, you know, for someone like me, who's not like hardcore into like a specific line, that would be perfect to just casually get more information about it. You know, from that, in that, in that perspective. Go ahead, Michael. Tell us how it's bad. No, so I, I have conf- I have conflicting because I want to live in this fantasy world, but I worked there, so I know like how difficult it is to live in that fantasy world because GameStop Again, was that place you could go. Like you know. we got the uh, the first run of the individual movie turtles there. Yeah, and a lot of people didn't because the employees didn't check the pre-orders and just sold them. So like a lot would have to change for GameStop to do mm-hmm. this and earn the trust of collectors enough for it to like be a thing and save them. Yes. Yeah. Here's the thing. Those are examples of things happening with collectibles, right? And that would make you like hesitant. But if I'm not mistaken, I remember the glory years of GameStop going in and standing in line and getting Madden console launches things like that where it wasn't always uh, oh someone messed up or oh someone did this and like i i don't think that it's a situation that it's back when more than one person was yeah back when they had hours was sure sure but yeah i I just think that 
Right. It's it's possible with like you said, new management. Yeah. Whatnot. Like like I said, there a lot um, would have and that, to. And like, here's the thing, we wouldn't have to worry about that, me and Nate, because fuck you. You you obviously know what you're doing. You you have right. the job. You don't have to keep selling this to me. I'm for sure yeah. in this scenario giving you a store. Maybe I appreciate. Too. Listen, listen. Obviously. At, at, in addition to your forty thousand dollar a year salary, you'll get some sort of bonus at the annual, and you will help us. Jamar and I earn our, you know, multi million dollar end of the year bonuses. But we couldn't have done it without you. So Absolutely, we'll take care of you. Yeah. <laughs> you want you want twenty percent off of collectibles? I'll throw that you in. Got there. it. Just you don't tell it. the normal employees. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You really are just going to keep GameStop the same and just <laughs> throw action figures, aren't you? Uh, so it turns out money does corrupt all. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So so here's here's my thought. So you you have two different options. Final for thoughts with Michael. Oh, my God. Uh, so you, you, you can rebrand one of two ways. Either A, you can pivot to the Think Geek branding. Problem is that brand hasn't been relevant in like five to ten years. So that's a hard pivot or you change the name to like something like collector stop. You keep that same kind of energy it had before, but like moving forward with the new style. Um, and I think that could happen over time because Jamar's mm-hmm. absolutely correct. GameStop is a brand that is recognizable. Mm-hmm. And so I think maybe, you know, eventually first it's GameStop presents or game stops collectors stop or yeah. you know and then eventually the game stop gets dropped yeah. because if you just leave it as GameStop, that's gonna confuse the fuck out of like parents and old folks so yeah and people who aren't just generally familiar with but i mean there's also the the board game market too that was they gonna be the next thing I said, is it could still yeah. be GameStop in the sense of like you have trading cards and board games which was going to bring me to Jamar's idea about having events instead of it being like ran like a mom and pop shop. You have actual fully fleshed out planned events through corporate down to the store where like once a month you have a Pokemon meetup or magic or Yu-Gi-Oh or D&D or 40 uh, Warhammer 40K like all these different options you can have different meetups each week or something like that or each weekend Mm -hmm. to get people into your store and i also like nate's idea of having high-end collectibles in there as well like you need that market because those are the things that a lot of the casual collectors don't know exists or if they do Mm -hmm. they don't know to the extent that they exist they just know there's and they don't extend person yeah they just know there's big expensive barbie dolls out there that's all they they know They don't know that how incredibly, insanely detailed these Barbie dolls are, um, or how and incredibly how expensive. Be, well, how great would it be to be able to use that pre-order system that they already have, and pay that off. I could go in every week? Mm-hmm. And yes, so money on. you know, uh, Sideshow offers that because they're the distributor in the U.S. But you know, not everybody has a credit card that they want to use for that, and maybe somebody just wants to pay it off ten bucks a week. You know, yeah. when they get paid or something like that. There's nothing wrong with that. That's budgeting. That's good. You know? Um, so. Yes. And if you wanted to get into the used market, you could use the trading card into that because yes. there's an actual yeah. aftermarket already set up that you can figure out trade in values for, and you can, you know, make sure you're only taking in good quality stuff. If you really want to have a bargain bin of just like dollar shit, you can, 
but it'll be like done properly and like things will be put in like plastic sleeves with price labels that kind of thing not just like thrown around uh you as far as pre-orders for that and for the whole thing in general distribution has to be a big key thing so big problem with gamestop is it's inconsistent you can pre-order something and the store across the street will get it and your pre-order will never get fulfilled so like you have to have the infrastructure in there from top to bottom you so like there's a lot of work that they need to do i think if if they get the right leadership in place they could do it but that's gonna be the hard part because you're none of these retailers have the right leadership none of them care about anything about their fucking golden jet skis so getting someone in there who's going to give a shit and try to make it work so the business continues to flourish and becomes a thing later on is going to be the biggest hurdle to come over but i do think if done right or even if it's done like moderately okay, it could keep GameStop afloat for at least another 10, 15 years until our generation dies out and is too old to to go buy things and nobody buys action figures anymore. <laughs> right. All right. Well, now that you depress this, um, <laughs> the one thing that we He's have not kind of, we've kind of lost in this discussion is it's can GameStop save collecting? Not can I mean, collecting they kind of touched on that. I know, but what I, I just wanted to say that, like, I th- I think that that has the ability of something like this with the events, with like you said, having something like Hot Toys on, and and I would I would even say like something like these higher end figures to be on display to show that it isn't just like, you know, Marvel Legends or something mm-hmm. like that, because that could inspire a new collector. Because I think that's what we're as as like. Um, I guess an industry it's like that how can we cultivate more collectors and like kids growing up and stuff wanting to outside of you know parents being collectors where is that drive to like get kids to feel that way you know Nate what's that NFTs? Yes, I, I, uh, no no oh, okay uh, I was gonna say yeah uh, I mean that's <laughs> but, uh, with that in mind so like you ask any of us like our wide range age adult collector what do we miss most in the retail world toys r us everyone's going to say that okay what was the most important section in toys r us for us the video game section and like those first four aisles Mm -hmm. right everything else could fuck right off we could give a shit right exactly we don't you know and that could be what GameStop is obviously the games get a little bit smaller there's still some presence there maybe there's other things but those four aisles of action figures and collectibles fuck off the diapers and everything else in the back, the little tykes. Um, and, and, and that's how it the, could yeah. save collecting because we all want that. We all want that retail place again. Um, everybody, you know, we used to, I mean, we took it for granted, obviously. But I mean, think yeah. about how awesome it was. Like, I used to love it. Me and my wife, uh, even my kid got tired of going. Uh, but me and my wife would go like every Friday to Toys R Us after work because that's when usually like they would get the shipments of NECA. Usually they were put out by Friday. Mm -hmm. And so like, I remember like NECA used to publish like a shipping schedule and like if it was shipping Monday, Toys R Us was going to have it that Friday. And I, I miss that, you know, I can go to the independent stores and I do love the independent stores. Please, please, please put put the pen down, put your keyboard whatever whatever you use pigeon writing a letter um morse code you know claps and and whistles whatever this is 
we're talking above all that. Uh, mm-hmm. I just think that that's how they could save collect. Perfect. Uh, just to point out again on your uh, in your defense when you mentioned like the local toy shops. I kind of I, I don't travel around as much, but there's been times where I'm looking for GameStops, and normally GameStops are in like very I don't want to say like rural areas, but like they are. I'd be shocked that yeah, like there's a Walmart, maybe not even a Target, but there's like a GameStop, you mm-hmm. know, out there. So it is it does have reach in that regards as far yeah. as like being in certain areas. So I think I, I'm assuming that's what you're referring to when you say like being location wise and stuff not just you know yeah yeah because just because you live in a rural area doesn't mean you don't love NECA you know it doesn't mean you don't love you know whatever action figures it just means you have to order from Amazon all the time and maybe you're tired of getting them all you know bent up and dealing with that and you'd love to go to a place but your Walmart has the same Marvel Legends you know they have the first Black Panther movie you know so (laughs) And they haven't went on clearance at all. They're yeah, still, you know they actually they still went have, up from the price. They're, they're actually they the current price of Marvel Legends. You're paying twenty five dollars <laughs> for twenty four ninety nine. Yeah, like yeah. like man, come on. <laughs> but yeah, I, I like this. I mean, we're inspiring new collectors. Mm-hmm. The the whole speech you gave gave so far on the first four aisles and the video games that is like that's it right there. I almost like. I don't know. I was going to call like my accountant and just say like, we're doing this. <laughs> Can I buy GameStop, this? By the way, GameStop, this, this information is free. Just yes, this is true. give us free platinum memberships or whatever. When you let Michael yeah. run the store, you know, Fuck no, um, stop this. <laughs> uh, so... but I'm very curious for commenters and viewers. Like, what do you guys think? Would, would you like to see GameStop go in this direction? And uh, real quick, cause I forgot. I meant, I meant to, mentioned this when you were talking about michael because yeah they have done things like this in the past and you're right they've let it fall by the wayside i think if they you know i think they tried it maybe too early or i don't know mm-hmm. like i think I think time is different but just in those 50 50 stores they were getting some incredible stuff that wasn't some other places they were mm-hmm. they were getting you know masters of the universe classics you know and that was cool to see yeah. those in retail because they weren't supposed to be there but they obviously got them from somewhere. a lot of cool mattel stuff like that um so yeah I uh, yeah, the I would like times to see a I would, I would travel it. to the dangerous store of the district to to shop it just because they had the coolest yeah. stuff. Like they even had a lot of the prop replica stuff, like I mentioned before, from all the different like video games and comic book stuff, like the Marvel Legends like stuff. So like it's it's doable as long as they like you know follow through with it. Uh, I I do think that if you do this, video games. I feel like have to go away in the, except for maybe having like the um, one up arcades and selling those and maybe having those like NES Atari, like hook up to your HDMI. Oh, systems. you mean the new plug and play what? PlayStation three? Yeah. Wait, what? Like, yeah. Cause that's, that's going to be nostalgic gaming here. Oh, I thought was, you meant that was a thing was, now. And I was just like, how old am I? Donors. Like, like, like they've already like, didn't they come out with a PlayStation? Yeah, they did PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, PlayStation One, but that's at least right. That's at least twenty five years old. A PS Three. I'm just like Jesus. If I lost track of time, fifteen years old. 
but still 15 years old. yeah i was gonna i'm thinking like well hold on now michael <laughs> we're not far off from a playstation 2 version outside of you know licenses and stuff it, yeah i i don't love that idea like the arcade thing i just think um, that like but i see what you mean having like, all maybe some kind of like maybe at christmas time we gotta have yeah. christmas time tomorrow maybe like retro collecting or something because that's still collecting most people who own yes. like retro collections and have like old games they're not really playing those games they're just collecting but, but here's them. the thing to keep that stock of old games you're gonna have to continue to take trade-ins which is where game stops losing that's their true money because they're paying that's money true. for all these games that aren't selling that's true even if they're not paying something. a lot for it, they're still paying. And I know that that's something that they yeah. did in the past and it didn't work, but maybe again, maybe they were too far ahead. And we, we mentioned too having like imports, like, right? Yeah. That's the main thing. Okay. Well, the big yeah. issue with yeah, the, definitely... why the retro gaming failed when they did the trade-ins on that is because they essentially were asking eBay prices. So yeah. like at that point, why would I go to GameStop and pay $65 for something that's $65 on eBay? Um, and at least that person has owned it for most of their life versus GameStop bought it off of some dude for 20 bucks kind of thing. I mean, I would only say there is that there is that one, you're going into that store to pick it up and two, there's the return process. If it's, you know, yeah. Bummed. Uh, yeah. but yeah, I, I, and I don't get wrong. I get that. But like the GameStop GameStop, this is a bad rap people. It, it's become sure. it became a meme to the point where like GameStop's trading credits, so people sure. didn't want to support GameStop right. doing that. So right. trade in gone. Yeah, feedback taken. Michael, thank you so much oh for keeping those numbers up. Trade ins, no more trade ins. But what do we do with all of the physical games? So <laughs> I mean, at that point, you just have to take a loss. They're they're already fire sale. Because guess what. Every new generation, they phase out an old generation that's like three back. And what do you think those games do? They discount them down until they're like worthless, until finally they pay oh, them they out them and the they trash. get thrown away. Yeah. Or if some and GameStop they, managers will actually like donate them, but most things get told to throw them away. And um, they break them. And then, and then they get thrown away, and then those games become rare. And mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. Hashtag PSP. Over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So yeah, I I think that it could it could definitely be a good kick in the ass to the collecting world, especially with with Nate's idea of them getting a bigger, healthier chunk of the exclusives through the companies and kind of taking that away from Walmart and Target. I think like that would be a hard task to do just because Walmart and Target have a bigger wallet, but. I think over time it could definitely become a thing, especially if they could become this new like pseudo Toys R Us uh, replacement, and especially if they make it more of like a cool like Toys R Us. Like we all love Toys R Us, but at the end of the day, it was always geared towards kids. Where this could be geared a little more like, oh, this is kind of like a, a little more like I don't feel like a weirdo for walking around the store kind of thing. It's like Toys R Us, but Jeffrey Edgy. just says fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like yeah well, while, he's, while he's sitting there with his pack of smokes yeah it reminds me of that jeffrey i'm sure oh that yeah still the, 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 cons. the cons the jeffrey uh, on hard times yeah <laughs> yeah i've seen i seen that one a couple years ago i think we were together we went to the I, one yeah. was up in 
Cleveland. Cleveland, yeah. Area. Mm-hmm. It was us three, yeah. Was it us three? Or was it me, you, and yeah. Wes? No, it was me. Has the three of us actually ever been somewhere at the same time? That wasn't uh Am tomorrow's I not? Work? Here's the thing. Yeah, it was because afterwards we went to like we went hit up a couple GameStops, right? And then we went to um or not GameStop, the exchange. And then we went to uh the burger place, the beer oh, place, big head. the fat heads. Fat head, yeah. The big heads is Rocco's modern life. I didn't realize. No, fat I heads compl- is Rocco. Yeah, this was no pre- fat heads is the is the. It, I know it's both. Yeah. But yeah, this, so this was is when I came back to modern visit. Toy Fair. Yeah, yeah. so that's yeah, why yeah, yeah. that's why I don't yep. remember because it was so long ago. <laughs> yeah, it was a while ago. Um, yeah, but that's where we saw. That was Jeff the first time I came times. back to visit when I moved to Arizona. Right. I don't know the number. I just know that it was because I feel like that's I don't know. I don't mean this in a mean way. I don't think the viewers care. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh Nate, do, would you like to uh give us the uh Patreon input, please? Yeah, so uh first up, uh we got Christopher. So he says, got it. And since the Target in Harlem closed, but GameStop somehow remains, he's all for it. So uh, that's a great point. Again, like what Jamar talked about, GameStops are in places that not every other place is. So awesome. Uh, And then, of course, our staple, our champion, our biggest fan, uh, sucking on my own taint, uh, says GameStop can save collecting if toy collectors buy GameStop call options i don't that might be a typo or did i not understand that i think it's supposed to be to like a stocks, stocks but i don't uh, understand uh, it because of the dumb money yeah oh yeah movie. okay well technically it's because the actual events moon emoji and then have all the money to buy more toys yeah rockets and moon yeah that's yeah. what it means okay all right fair enough stocks <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, uh, you won't be calling him his, our champion after you see his uh, one of his his podcast suggestions. Um, oh boy! I mean, I saw him. Okay, I saw. Him. Is that why he's <laughs> sucking on his own taint today? I uh, mean, fair enough. It's fair. It's fair. <laughs> I like the other one a lot. I like I'm sure the you other do. One more. Yeah, I'm sure you like the other one. Uh, more. But I'll read. I'll read the other one. I'll okay. read the other one. Okay. Uh, for the record, that the, the one was not prompted by me at all. Like, I it caught me off guard. I was like, "Shots fucking fired!" Holy shit! I mean, we, we can we can get to it. Yeah. Uh, to so it. on that note, as Nate mentioned before, let us know in the comments below what your thoughts and feelings are. Do you think GameStop can save collecting and themselves? Do you want GameStop to like get heavier in the collecting game, or do you want them to just fuck off and continue ordering things online from places like Big Bad Toy Store, Nerzoic, and Amazon? Uh, do you? have a different place that you'd like to see maybe take collecting more seriously let us know in the comments below and of course if you enjoyed this video please make sure to like and subscribe helps us out get you a toilet content in your feed including reviews how to pose videos toy hunts a weekly live stream and a weekly podcast if you are already a fan of the channel you can head over to patreon.com forward slash modern toy fair we have a bunch of different tiers of different rewards you can add patreon input every week you can give native fake podcast to read off you get both the podcast and the toy hunts early. And you also can get physical uh, prints of the photos I take. So check that out. We greatly appreciate it. Link in the description below. 
You can check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Modern Toy Fair. You can check Jamar out over on TikTok at Jamar underscore games. Nate, what you got for us? All right. So we have got a new podcast starting next week. It is called The Laziest Co-Host. And this is a hard-hitting expose into the world of podcasting. We explore podcasts with lazy co-hosts. From co-hosts who don't bother reading outlines to co-hosts who show up late. And even co-hosts who don't submit toy hunt videos. Mostly, this is a podcast about me. <laughs> yeah, I I was not expecting that okay. when, I, when I logged into the page. Okay. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> it's all good. Oh boy, I feel bad watching basketball while we're recording. I saw. I was like, is this motherfucker really watching TV while it's we record? Opening, it's opening day. I'm uh, here. Yeah. I will just say. Uh, I got some things planned. I got some things cooking that will move me from the laziest to slightly less lazy. Okay, because Jamar is outrunning both of us in these toy hunt videos at this point. Yeah, he's doing a great job. Wonderful. Yes. Uh, I do have some things planned at specific stores um, that I think will be fun. Like GameStop? Um, No. No, not GameStop. Uh, But maybe I will. Maybe I will. I don't know. Uh, Definitely starting next week, uh, we'll be able to look at something. Um, Yeah, this week and last week. We're just busy. Very busy. Very, very busy. That's so. Yes. Yes. Well, on that note, hopefully, see you next week. Same toy time, (laughs) same toy fair channel. Thank you for watching to do it now all right a huge thank you to our patreon members is that what it is are they members or are they followers sukma taint kibby jason millar tavin hernandez aaron samples the 45th lyric and last but not least christopher <laughs>